All right, this is podcast number two. You know, I kind of want to get into this. Um, so think about the mind. We kind of under underestimate or undervalue, you know, what we got between our ears. You know, and um, it goes to say for a lot of people, you know, and there's so much potential we have. When we're able to use that, you know, as much as we can, at least at least train it the right way. You know, the, the mind, you know, it's kind of funny because the mind doesn't really know what's real and what's fake, you know, because it doesn't, it just knows what you tell it. And if you tell it something long enough, it begins to believe it. You know, you can try it. You can try it literally. You can try it today, right now. You know, that's where the affirmations and, you know, manifesting all that stuff comes into play. And once you get understanding these basic principles, you know, you're able to manipulate the way you think to benefit your life and where you want to be at. You know, and uh, I know there's, I understand that there's some people more advanced, you know, that are probably tuning in, checking this out. But I also understand that there's people that are lost and don't know where to go. And this episode's for you. This is something I wish I would have run into, you know, when I was when I was going through my own thing. You know. And I got a couple of things written down here, but the rest of this is kind of like just going back to where I was at. You know, because I was there and I'm still learning. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know everything. I'm only like a little over two years into this self-development deal. You know, I'm not no guru or anything, but. Um, but man, I wish somebody would explain it. Instead of having to pinpoint out, you know, everything like finding, digging and digging and digging, it would have been a lot easier at least to understand if I would have ran over. I mean, I hope this is going to be this is what I'm trying to get at, be just a little bit easier to understand where I'm coming from. And one of the things that I'm trying to point out is, is that it all starts off like it would me, myself, if I would have actually had like a vision board, you know, from the very beginning before getting into books and all that stuff and just learning the basic, the basic principles, kind of like. Uh, Bob Proctor, you know, the law of vibration, just learning that first one, the simple one. It's so much. I mean, he's got like 50 years plus years, I believe, you know, doing this. So obviously it's not an overnight thing to understand it, but you can you can understand it and you can use it to your benefit. You know, it's been done. People do it still right now. You know, but if you don't have no sense of direction, it's kind of like a yacht in the water. You know, what good is it if it doesn't even know where to go? It's in the middle of the ocean, but you don't have no point of direction. You can literally be going one way and take so many days to get it because you're going left when you were supposed to go right. And it would have took you one day or maybe a couple of hours, you know, but you're going all the way around the world the other way because you don't have no point of direction. You don't know exactly where you're going, kind of going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that's just kind of something I kind of just want to throw out there, you know. A vision board and the vision board itself the first time you know just just put it up put it up and whether whatever kind of goals you have you want kids you want a house you want a car you know later you'll see after you start you know the whole self-development stage and stuff everything will will literally will get like more precise on exactly what you want, what goals you have. And then you'll actually realize, because in the beginning, like me, I kind of thought I wanted a lot of money, a big ass house, you know, but I just 
came to realization that I came to the realization that I was trying to fill the void that I had, you know, with materialistic things. And in reality, that's not how it works. You know, I wasn't really happy with, with myself where I was at. And I was literally trying to fill the void with something else. And I didn't know any better. You know, nobody ever explained this to me. But here we are. And here I am explaining it to you. There's not really no shortcut, you know, to this. You have to go through it. You have to go through the motions. But maybe this will put you a little bit faster, you know, instead of having to do what I did. You know, I made a vision board and I took a bunch of mentor classes and um, realized that they were good. You know, they ta I got stuff out of it, but that wasn't really what I wanted to do. You know? I was just trying to fill the void with anything, basically. But, um, but yeah, you live and you learn. And we're right here now. So, yeah, I would start off with the vision board and just pick out, like, what kind of house you got want. Where do you want to live? You know what I mean? What kind of house you want? What kind of car do you want? Do you want family? What kind of job do you have? What do you see yourself? Like, the way I was, the way somebody told me was, like, to get, like, your dream job. All you got to do is really think about what you would do for free. You know what I mean? That can actually help people out. And that will point you in a better direction than having to just clock in and clock out. You know what I mean? From a place that you don't even want to be at. And we all go through it. We don't know any better. At least the majority of us born in, you know, normal circumstances, you know, whatever that may be. You know, and to each his own. But this is just from my experience. You know, and I wasn't really... I mean, when I was younger, I made money. I had a, I had a couple of jobs, you know what I mean? But I never really thought about, like, actually becoming um, my own boss, you know? And where I can actually taper off to... I never really thought about the end game. Like, I thought about the house. and I already had cars, I already had my own things going, but I didn't think about the end game, the the freedom. You know what I mean? Like, what what are you really striving for? The whole purpose I was hustling and stuff, I was making money, and that's the whole that was the whole goal. And there was a void there that I didn't even know what existed. You know, but um, but like I said, I would start off with the vision board, and just ask yourself, you know, the right questions. I read this one book. Um, man, I can't remember exactly what it was called right now. Something, I know it was something million. I can't remember the, the, the name of the book, but, um, anyway, in that book, that one nugget I got out of it was that the seven whys you can actually, um, I think it was Dean, Dean, Dean G. I don't remember his last name. I know it's with a G. He wrote the book and, uh, he's the one who said that, you know, he said that, um, he paid for a seminar and he asked himself in that seminar, he found out he actually discovered what his why was, you know, like Simon Sinek. He actually discovered what his why was, but he had to ask himself seven whys. He had to go seven whys deep. You know, like the first why would, for example, would be like, okay, well, why do you want to make money? Why do you want to be your own boss? Once you get that answer, you ask, okay, well, why is that? And then you end up finding out something deeper. It goes way deeper than that. You know, it goes seven levels. 
you know what I mean? And eventually, like, the way he was explaining it, you know, you actually, you feel some type of way whenever you get to that seventh level because you didn't really realize where all this shit was coming from. You know, and then, of course, everybody that's already on this journey, you know, I've already heard about the why. You got to have your why. You got to have your why. Your reason to get up in the morning. You know, that's a, that's another one to find your why. And that vision board helps. Because you see it when you wake up and you see it before you go to sleep. So you can get a sense of direction of where you want to be at. You know, and then like me, I, at the end of the night, I ask myself, you know, was it worth waking up today? Yeah, and sometimes, most of the time it is, but sometimes it's kind of like, I, I could have did more. You know what I mean? I'm human, you know. And um, I could have did more with my day. But, uh, I mean, then again, too, is this whole, this whole virus thing, you know, is going on. So can't really do a lot. But still, more shit could have got done. I could have recorded another episode. You know what I mean? And it's just, there's still, there's always something to do. You know, but, but yeah, I got my days. I'm human, you know. But, uh, but yeah, that's another one, the seven whys. Now, once you get that, you can actually figure out why you, you know what I mean? What you want to do with yourself. And just at least get a little bit of momentum. Because that's the main thing is catching momentum. And like I said, the mind literally will tell you, you'll, you can tell it whatever you want, and it's going to believe you. There's not really no, there's no, it doesn't know. You know what I mean? It only knows what you tell it. And then the body's a slave to the mind. You know, but you have to have a healthy mind and a healthy body so you can get the most out of it. You know, so all this stuff ties in together. You know what I mean? So I guess I guess in our reality, it comes down to the words and the self-belief. The power of truly believing in yourself. You know, I remember whenever I was in a rut, you know, I kind of, I don't know, it was kind of weird. It's kind of weird to say. I kind of felt like I didn't really deserve anything better, you know, for the lack of better words. I didn't think I deserved to be better, even though I was making money. I had stuff. You know, I thought I was happy. And I couldn't level up until I finally realized my worth. Like the power of truly believing in yourself that you do deserve better. You know what I mean? And that that was a, that was a big deal. And words are very powerful. It's kind of like magic. You know, you can you can bring somebody up and you can bring somebody down with the same words. You know, with just words. As long as they trust you. And they believe what you're saying. You can make some stuff happen. So they're very powerful. Very, very powerful. So what is what is words? You know what I mean? And do we really know what where they come from? Like, as into what's what? And how do we get influenced into thinking what words were? What actually, you know? And this is like a whole nother subject. And I'll make another podcast about it. Because it does come into the way we grew up, the whole system that we grew up in. And it's this is a bigger subject than, you know, what I'm making it seem like right now. And this is just like not even the tip of the iceberg. This is like chunking a snowball, you know what I mean, in a, in a, in a field full of snow. And uh, But there is a book out there if you want to know more about words. It's called The Four Agreements. And that right there goes, it goes pretty deep. And if it's audio, I got the audio book. It's like two and a half hours. I recommend it. Because it actually explains and gets into detail 
and tells you, you know, how to use these words to your benefit and how it infects it, it, it actually affects your mind itself because they're way more powerful than what we give it. Just like uh, Inky Johnson, I remember one of those podcasts I was listening to, one of the little, it was like, like a motivational clip a while back. It was about, probably like a year ago. And on that, and that motivational clip, he was talking about that he went to go and help out with this. Uh, I want to say it was a football team. I don't remember what football team it was, but um, what I got out of it was that he said that, you know how everybody talks and says, you know, you got to say positive words, positive words, positive words. Well, he said that he told, they told the team they didn't have to say nothing positive, but they could not say nothing negative the whole season. If you had something negative to say, you keep it to yourself. You didn't have to say nothing positive, but you could not say nothing negative about another player, about a play, about a teammate, about anything, anything. What what you liked about the day, like what what like what was the deal with the if you didn't like something during practice and all that stuff. Like it was, it was a pretty good it was a pretty good deal. And he said that at the end of the season, how much of an impact that had on the team because there was no negativity around. Everybody had like, I don't know, like it's kind of it, it, the way I took it was like. It had a better effect because nobody actually knew what anybody else was thinking when it came to negativity. Like nobody spoke their voice. They, nobody, you know, broke that chain. Nobody added anything bad, no negative thoughts to whatever play was made. Instead of saying, man, you could have did this, you could have did that. They just didn't say anything. So it didn't really mess with their belief because words are like magic. You know? I mean, even look at um, when you're doing something, uh, anything business, you're talking to somebody, you know, they got to believe you. Like Andrew Carnegie, before he made that bridge, he needed to get the money together. He spoke to these people, the investors, you know, his vision or still could take it. You know, and then finally it took him years to get the money, but he got the money. And then he ran into another obstacle. You know, the whole thing with the, Nobody wanted to, to actually cross the bridge because it was the first steel bridge. And nobody actually believed that it would help it would help them up. It would hold them up. You know, when they crossed it, it wouldn't collapse. You know, and if you don't know the story, he ended up uh finding out that it was like an old tale. That if an elephant would cross it, you know it's like an old saying. If an elephant would cross whatever path it was then it was safe. So you already know what he did. He got an elephant and did like a little parade with the elephant in the front and then across the whole, I think it was the Mississippi River, crossed the whole the whole Mississippi River right there in St. Louis. And that's how he got people to actually trust the bridge. And then from, you know, from there, it just did the whole steel thing that started the whole era of building skyscrapers and everything. <laughs> But it all came from the power of words, how he used the words to get somebody else to believe in his vision as much as he did, you know? So it's pretty powerful. And um, I think you get the gist of it. This is just, like I said, it's just a little bit of it. I can go on for another hour probably, but um, I don't want to overwhelm you. This is just basically for people barely getting into this, you know, and Hopefully, I'll get something out of it. It'll be worth listening to it.
This is the first take, the only take. I'm going to post it like this. If you have any comments, any feedback, how I, you know, you want to add something to this, more than welcome to drop a comment. You know, and um, enjoy the rest of your day. Peace.